Haunting hacks for Honga. Holla! Thank you! And this is comedy record 116. Third in the same day. Haunting hacks for Honga, aka Chosen Curls, was bound to woo holla. Haunting hacks. Thank you very much. Biden, a.k.a. Mr. Groper, a.k.a. Icky Shuffle, begging for oil in the Middle East. I'll suck Michelle's dick if my master pushes me in that general direction. I'll pretend that his butt boy, Trudeau, ordered me to leak it. Joan Lives haunting hacks for Joan. Holla! Thank you! Very much! I don't like Jet fans working for startups, especially Budranker.com. They yuck up the whole ecosystem. The two just clash like Mike Francesa. Doing a podcast. Jill Biden brushing her hair for a change. Or John Podesta becoming a photojournalist for Teen Bead in the 80s during the height of Menudo. Who last time I checked, according to Google Images and WikiLeaks, the man sports enough pedo installation artwork on his home fundraising walls to make Marilyn Manson blush. Haunting hacks. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Biden, begging for oil again. You won Florida! No, that's not enough. Saudi Disney has a nice ring to it. No lines. For Saudi royals, unless hunters willing to share haunting hacks. My daughter wasn't scared from her first ride on the dragon coaster. Why Playland represent after the ride? She says, Daddy, the dragon coaster was sturdy. You rickety bitch. Haunting hacks. Holla! Suck on it and weep. Lockjaw love in my honor. Holla! Haunting hacks. Comedy record 115. Try to keep up, Louie. Holla! If you get, if you suffer from premature ejaculation, I'm sure you got a used up Sarah Silverman hoodie to wipe up with for all time's sake. Haunting hacks. Holla! That being Sarah Silverman these days. Thank you! Very much! Sketches. Of Richfield, miles, smiles from above, miles ahead from the great beyond. Holla! Sketches of Spain. Holla!
Thank you very much. The best thing about breastfeeding today is that you can't blame low supplies on supply chain problems. Plus, you feel much less pain at the pump. Did you know that Jeff Bezos dumped his wife or woman who used to be married to Hall of Fame tight end Tony Gonzalez? Happy denting Ajax, man. Then the lady at the bookstore in Richfield, Connecticut, finishes laughing and says, are you in our system? And I say, all of a sudden, I feel like a registered sex offender with Woody Allen's autobiography in my hands. Did you know that Woody used to keep naked Polaroids of a nine-year-old Sun Yi stuffed in his top sock drawer? The only picture missing from his spank collection was the one of Sun Yi crying on the cover of Time Life magazine. I almost forgot. Do you also have the book Comedy Drama by Bob Odenkirk? Personally, my favorite Bob Odenkirk role was him playing Larry Sanders' agent on The Larry Sanders Show when he wore his ass holishness on his sleeve. But it's impossible to not think of my brother when I repeat the title Comedy Drama because he'll do cocaine and Ambien at the same time. Next level sketchy. Holla! Haunting hacks. How indecisive can you be, bro? You're more indecisive than Jared Kushner holding up the Salabar line at the Bellagio. Actually, met Gary Shandling at an art show in Pasadena when I was catering, working on my smile-ready face because growing up, I didn't have any muscle memory to flex from whatsoever. Gary Shandling said, keep writing and you'll look like me. She says, so did you keep writing? And I said, yeah. I got my TV writing break with VH1 Classic on America's Hot 100 that was hosted by WWE star Chris Jericho, also frontman of the heavy metal band Fozzy. You wouldn't touch the steroid shrinkage joke I wrote for him out of respect for Vince McMahon when he said, and I'm the only wrestler after 30 years that still rock hard Holla! for recycling A-plus gems. He didn't want to be Owen Hart without a safety net with no harness to pull him back from the point of no return, Owen Hart lives. Holla! Smackdown Satan. I've also recorded 114 comedy records since. John Lennon wished he was this productive during his stay-at-home dad years. Watching the wheels. Holla! My last comedy record, Crazy Stones, after Lapping Losers, was made in honor of Oliver Stone's Crazy Stones, who's half Jewish, by the way. Put another one up on that board. Holla! David Mamet lives. You know your dad is a fake news hippie if he vehemently denies the CIA's role in taking out JFK? Never visiting the Grand Canyon after living in Arizona for 10 years doesn't help bolster your case against being a fake news hippie dad. Fake news hippie. Holla! I don't care if your Bob Dylan station on Pandora suggests otherwise. Also, where are all the philosophy books? Oh, they're placed all the way at the bottom here, at the bottom of the food chain, where all their diplomas belong. I'm in no position to act more evolved, secure, after graduating from a top communication school with a stutter to become another schmuck in a headset recruiter out of college like the rest. So much for feeling singular special. Holla! I went to Ithaca College in upstate New York, otherwise known as Cornell's retarded next-door neighbor, but I could suck down back-to-back bingers and not manage to stutter every other two seconds. Wait a minute, 30 bucks for Bob Odenkirk's breaking balls? You've got to be kidding me. I started crystal meth thinking it was cocaine once in Southern 
California. Hermosa Beach, to be exact. Five hours later, after one line, I acted like an extra speedy, toying the tiger, going, This shit is great! Holla! What Gen X dads understand. Thank you very much! Haunting hacks. The calm down was far from great. Later, I called the dude who gave me the bump from hell and say, Dude, that was really strong coke. I thought I was going to die in my own arms that night. And he said, Dude, that wasn't coke. That was crystal meth. I thought you knew the difference. And I said, I didn't realize you were conducting the Pepsi Challenge. Haunting hacks. 80s Don Draper lives. If you didn't die of lung cancer in the 80s. Have I mentioned my push to push my daughter into becoming a lesbian yet? Because she can't die of AIDS or get cervical cancer from HPV. If you get the vaccine for it, that actually works more than Russell Westbrook. Wanting the triangle offense all by himself. This way, my lesbian-leaning daughter can take a licking and keep on ticking. I can't take no more. Don Draper, I fucked up again. I can't take no more. Rub-a-dub-dub-doosh. Holla. Haunting hacks for hunger. Thank you very much. I don't have any business cards on me, but just ask Alexa to play Michael Kornbluth if I've aroused your interest in wanting to be stuffed with more totality of me. Totality of me. Totality of me. Holla! Coltrane lives. Haunting hacks. Thank you very much. Book lady says, Vince McMahon's a nice man. One time I went to a restaurant in Darien, Connecticut, and he paid for everybody. Everybody's dinner. I said, he gave a touching homage to Andre the Dying in his doc on HBO. Unlike bleeding heart Rob Reiner, who insisted Andre the Giant was wasted throughout the entire shooting of The Princess Bride. Great job ruining any last connection to my age of innocence, asshole. Billy Crystal's ho-hum commentary didn't help Adding, I couldn't understand Andre as a one-syllable grunt as a Sasquatch in the $6 million man. Fuck you, Billy Crystal. Your face looks like a rotten apple head who identifies as a dried-up Danish with a goatee. Both funny man color stripped from your hollowed, edgeless core for the past 15 years and counting. Rob Reiner adds, Andre could barely catch Buttercup descending from the castle because his back muscle was mushier than a plate of brie left in the summer Provence sun. Book lady says, keep writing. Totality of me. Keep writing. Thank you very, very much. Haunting hacks. Holla! Best is yet to come. Sinatra 12.0. Baffling ranker around the bend. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Ranker lists are always disappointing because I can never find what I need. Hottest pregnant naked celebs on Ranker. Nothing! Goonish! It's me talking to my daughter, Matilda. What did Tyson Chandler give the next? Bupkis, daddy! Bupkis! Holla! Haunting hacks. All I got was a list of actresses who filmed while pregnant. At this point, Jennifer Gardner is just one endlessly menopausal pitch person for the Lifetime Channel as far as I'm concerned. Holla! As far as I'm concerned, she has a permanent contract with them. The, the Lifetime contract that Bret the Hitman Hart was supposed to have with WWF. 
or the contract that uh, Trevor Noah has with Comedy Central for the foreseeable future. Haunting hacks, especially these days since uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck are now officially married again. This is after J-Lo banged a stripper pole to fucking death during the Super Bowl while forcing her daughters to dance in fake news cages, hoping Ben Affleck would drunk dial her again. Mission accomplished. Holla! Which reminds me, growing up, I wish LeVar Ball was my substitute coach dad because he would make sure that I lost my virginity before my younger brother did. And he'd throw me a house party and only if I'd stuck up Jenny from the block and two seconds into the party, he would bark into Jenny's ears and say, that YooHoo bottle doesn't spin itself, bitch. Holla! Haunting hacks. Thank you! Very much! And semi-related news. Eli Manning is a bigger pimp than Tom Brady. I said it. He's New Orleans royalty. And he ruined Tom Brady's shot at perfection. So Brady's married to Giselle. whoop do freaking do She's 80 in model years. Holla! You don't find the joke amusing? Then you are a humorless putz from fucking Queens. That's ruined sports radio forever from your, your yucky freaking veneer. Thank you very much. Like, I give a shit about user reviews of movies with actresses who are pregnant while filming. That's like giving a shit about the most cost-effective morning-after pill. Once that becomes banned faster than Henry Miller's new art exhibit in Waco, Texas. Called Brushing Up on... STDs, hashtag, Paris dicks are burning, Instagram, holla, haunting hacks. I want a pregnant naked celeb to watch my thigh spreader grow at the side of their bare feet at the coffee table, thinking pregnant women can't get enough of double stuffed fillings, right? Nabisco lives, holla, haunting hacks. Let me bang your future albatross free, Robert Schimmel lives. Holla, haunting hacks. I'm sensing a growth spurt coming on. Holla, and a change is going to come all over your fucking face. Sam Cook lives. Holla, haunting hacks. Walk out the knots on my back, you front heavy bitch. Dice lives, haunting hacks. Squat on my light blaster so I can split your cervix in two. Haunting hacks. Shummel returns. Holla. You're hot enough to get knocked up by mistake again on a semi-regular basis, minus the enhanced chutastic tits or not. Bukowski lives, haunting hacks, slut in straitjacket, baffling, ranker again, holla, thank you very much. Pregnant naked celebs normally mean some celeb no longer in their prime banging ears, cupping their tits. Granted, I have more free time on my hands than most. Old school funny Billy Crystal lives. Holla! Haunting hacks. But Jessica Simpson boasts the sexiest pregnant naked pics of the past. Her olive oil skin is smoother than Dane Cook's crowd work or busty teenage girls from Boston and MSG bursting at the seams. You girls like Candy Crush? I love Candy Crush. I want to shoot a love burst between your sunburnt tits so badly right now. Does that kind of rhyme? I don't care. I just want to chew up your tits and blow them out again. Pop, pop, till they explode in my face. 
Don't act like you can't stomach this material, you candy crush sluts. I squeeze into these whipped jeans easier than your hollering hymen in the presence of my bubblicious balls. Tea party for two? Bitch? What, only Jim Norton gets to wear his inner pervert on a sleeve? What a chip. I'm not even supposed to be performing stand-up comedy anymore. After banging Jessica Simpson, an employee of the month, I crushed her pink delicious pussy so good it fell off into her Daisy Dukes in her trailer soon after. Sexual napalm lives all over my hacky dick. Holla! First album was very funny though. Dan Cook lives. Holla! Thank you! Very much! I got most horny around clothed pregnant women the most. With Connecticut license plates. Fuck the Mile High Club. I want to get into the Stepford Wives, New Mommy Swinger Club to keep alive the possibility of more topable tomorrows with an expecting mommy who has bigger tits than my wife because she has a soulless zygote brewing inside her belly. Fuck fucking a trans girl with 0.0 body fat around the midsection. I want a three-month pregnant mom from Darien, Connecticut on my Hanukkah to-do list this year. Wife asks, what do you want for Hanukkah this year? The chance to cheat on you, the pregnant mom from Connecticut, to keep alive the possibility of more toppable tomorrows. Like Dane Cook saving one last Candy Crush blast for Jessica Simpson during their film wrap-up party for Employee of the Month. Clean up an aisle, too. Sexual napalm blew my banana rammer. The pieces, haunting hacks, holla! You think he's gonna run out of breath a gazillion punch lines ago? I don't think so. Not in my time. My time to shine, holla! Sean Austin Green lives, Rudy, 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 holla! I should definitely go for a mile run before doing comedy records more often. Not an Adderall, I promise. Thank you! Very much! But just to reminisce a little, this Cory Booker flirting with Rosario Dawson off Broadway. Broadway House. Cory Booker says to Rosario Dawson, was it you or Chloe Savigny who died of AIDS in the movie Kids? Just playing. In the end, that white bitch didn't feel so privileged after all. Holla! Rosario Dawson, best natural rock of all time. Thank you! And was very charming and endearing in Clerks too. Very much! The Chance. Demi Moore. Started the pregnant naked selfie away pre-smartphone on the cover of Vanity Fair. Yeah, I don't remember her sporting such a saggy ass. I just remember being thrilled to get a sight of some side boob because online porn at your fingertips didn't exist yet. For a bunch of tweaked, tied-out girls on crystal math room, the golden age of muff-diving porn... Forever. Mountains of Moth being a personal VHS staple after a scandalous snatch. Mansion. Holla. And gargantuan gaping pussy girls back in the day. Plus, when I saw Demi Moore standing online for a movie at the Central City Mall in LA after college, she lost all of her curves or maybe had them airbrushed on to appear more womanly, wholesome, and vanity fair because in person she looked like an emaciated Boy Ghost, who could be best described as Tommy Lee's more effeminate, less banger pretty sister. Too Fast for Love? I think not. Baffling Ranker again. Holla! Too Fast for Love. Hair rock, punk rock, fueled masterpiece. Holla! Chuck Nostrum lives. Thank you! Very much!
Trump wanted that Motley Crue played his inauguration. Yet his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, cock-blocked the idea. He said, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee looks too alt-rightish, and my Hebrew hammer can't compete, Dad. If I were to pinpoint my surging reinterest in wanting to bang a pregnant woman again, it was at the supermarket recently when this blonde with a so-so face, and I'm being generous in glasses no less, was gyrating her bicycle pants bump in my general direction while exposing her five-month pregnancy bump, who in my head was screaming, you couldn't knock me up if you tried, bitch, but who's going to stop you from trying? Besides, you're good guy conscious that feels guilty about doing what you want to do, despite your youngest son constantly proclaiming, do what you want, daddy, you're the boss. So, in other words, to quote Harker Hunger again, because his album is Haunting Hacks for Hunger, be the boss, be the boss, be the boss, holla, for objectifying the shit of this pregnant woman who totally wanted to rip Thor, that being my schlong, apart at the seams, holla, Haunting Hacks, thank you very much. So, be the boss, be the boss, be the boss of my box. Hugo Hung Tree the Third. My husband won't mind. He likes to share pineapple scented snatch. He's really into air fresheners since he inherited his father's chain of car washes throughout Carol Gables. So, come on, stud. Your air of superiority awaits you. Under my succulicious skin, do it all, Dad. Florida. Gotta love it. Baffling rancor again. Haunting hacks. Holla! Miss Kitty Society. Around the bends. Holla! This comedy train is bound for glory. Thank you! Very much, Miss Kitty Society. I'm against bumper stickers that say, My cat voted Democrat because cats are fiercely independent. Besides their over-reliance on certain entitlements, like... Fancy faced. My cat voted Democrat. Sounds more contrived lonely than the woman's march on Washington after Pussy Grabber got elected because Hillary failed to sell 75 million branded racists and growing on why baby boomer mom knows best. I thought Hillary lost because she's an unhuggable cunt. My bad. Homo liquor breath. Must have had her minions delete that memo too. I don't know about you, but when I saw the woman's march on Washington, all I saw was a whole lot of rosies sporting a whole lot of chins. Madonna's blown up camel toe snatch dragged from the occupied territory and back. Haunting hacks. Holla! Haunting hacks for hunger. Thank you! Very much straight to crazy holla treasure chest life holla thank you very much have they taken the rocky statue down yet because it promotes white supremacy think it's all fake news pain meatball old school thunder lips lives treasure chest life holla thank you very much enough with how much I need to see Top Gun 2. But the movie isn't political, man. Then why does the Make-A-Wish Foundation only accept blind checks and blue and yellow print from the Bank of America signed and Zelensky we trust? But how can you support Azov Nazis? He's Jewish. 
Yeah, so is Rat Delivery Boy Soros for Hitler and friends during his Nazi youth-serving years. Plus, Zelensky had his two kids baptized. So by that definition, saying Zelensky is Jewish is like saying Jihadi John is Jewish jerk-off. And why are jerk-off jihadists so into deflowering 72 virgins anyway? Don't jerk-off jihadists have enough blood on their hands already? Lenny Bruce lives. Last, nobody in the military demanded a military supervised recount of the stolen election or done dick to speak out against the clot shot used to root out our last remaining patriots in the military. So Uncle Sam, those minions left in the military can go woke themselves too. Long time, all the way to hell. Treasure chest life. Holla! Haunting hacks for hunger. Thank you very much. So is Trump ever going to bail out his supporters riding in a D.C. gulag who were there on his behalf to protest a stolen election since the day democracy died? Or is pussy grabber cool just waiting it out until DeSantis pardons them instead? Imagine that prison release party interview on Fox News. Former Trump supporting grandma says, and DeSantis we trust. Trumpy poo, not so much. Haunting hacks. Holla! Congrats on depopulation, warp speed. Though Trump, Gates is smitten since he used the tanked economy and COVID vax patent profits to buy up the remainder of our U.S. farmland from China to turn us into placenta plantation nation. Dr. Noki will start pushing us to ditch the mass in favor of placenta stump smoothies to fight off monkeypox, AIDS, infections in no time. You're the four-eyed snakes, slithers on, treasure chest life. Holla! Thank you very much. Which reminds me, my wife had a Hillary spotting at Chappaqua not too long ago. She's having lunch with Hunga, my lucky number three. And my wife says, Hillary was nice. She smiled at baby. I said, of course, Hillary smiled at baby. She was getting warmed up for dessert. Haunting hacks. Holla. 7-Eleven stores are closing in L.A. because too many murders and robberies are happening there. Fine, I wasn't banking on the next Green Day band coming out of Silver Lake, anywhere near Echo Park anyway. Brian Wilson should write a new song made for these times and dedicate the profits to increase fundings for the cops throughout Southern California and call it Crime Wave USA. Holla! And add the lyric, everyone's doing smash and grab robberies for bigger pay and Joe Biden's shit streaked USA treasure chest life holla old school rap rules thank you very much how bad is our supply chain problem the seamstress at the dry cleaners told me it would take seven days to sew on a button on my Tommy Bahama shorts <laughs> after I gave her the button I want to hear a new excuse for never ending delays instead of supply chain problems, such as perfecting perfection, or fuck off, I'm a perfectionist, or take your white privilege shorts and sew your asshole shut for getting butt hurt over the wait time. You imperialist, colonizing, gunnery spreading, wall loving piece of shit. But for what it's worth, I don't think F. Scott Fitzgerald bought his polo shirts at the only outlet store in Lake George. Either Blanca, Anthony Soprano lives, treasure chest life. Holla! Thank you very much! Still, say what you want about the wall, but one kid only means your diaphragm is for walls after all.
Biden and Golda Meir enter an auction bar during nap time in his dreams. Golda says, they don't sell Gatorade here, Joe, and dick pics of your son pleasuring himself down a water slide isn't kosher either. I know. Hunter knows blow best. Old school Bo Jackson lives, no pun intended. But the other one, although I'm sure Biden has taken credit for birthing Bo Jackson in a bio lab made in the Ukraine when Hunter was busy working as a bag man for the big guy, helping launder more dirty money for the deep state as a new sales rep for a Ukrainian energy company while getting paid 52 grand a week to push borscht as the new kombucha. Bill Maher, suck on it and gag. Lockjaw love time. Holla! Haunting hacks. Thank you very much! I love how Jill Biden can reduce the identity of 61 million Latinos in America to a breakfast burrito, no problem. Hold the chorizo. <laughs> Yet in New York State, you can get fined for using harmful, dehumanizing language around illegal immigrants, such as no speak English, Paco. Who's translating these insults for Paco one the third exactly? Now every illegal immigrant in New York gets a license to vote and a hate speech translator to bankrupt Apu at a bodega in Flushing. Biden gave a speech in Israel when he talked about honoring the 6 million dead Jews by ending Obama B. Good's timeout new building deal with Iran. Iran is only the number one sponsor of terrorism worldwide who pay weekly stipends to jihadist families for life. Kind of like tenure for family members of child wife marrying Pedophiles and Allah's gangster paradise, Lenny Bruce lives. Remember when Obama gave Iran $150 billion to buy more uranium from the Russians that Hillary Hammertime Kangle sold them already, courtesy of the Get Rich Bitch or Die Trying Foundation? Don't listen to me. I'm a serially unfunny conspiracy theorist, crazy stones, loony. Poor man, wannabe Oliver Stone, who knows deep down that Obama be good, gave Iran $150 billion in unmarked bills in the still of the night without congressional approval to use for overseas manufacturing jobs. For Build-A-Bear to make their economy less reliant on the sale of chest hair removal cream for the Kardashians. And if Joe Biden, a.k.a. the Icky Shuffle, a.k.a. Mr. Grover, a.k.a. President Poopy Pants, is a real man of integrity, then why wouldn't he tell his son to snort a lot? to cut out knocking out baby mama strippers on crack cocaine or refrain from creaming into his dead brother's wife seconds after the cremation ensued. Haunting hacks. Holla! My son flips the bird. If Biden pops on the TV at my in-law's house, after I tell him that Mr. Grover used to take showers with his daughter, according to her diary, Daddy Yuckus, mother-in-law catches my son flipping the bird at Biden on her TV and says, Samuel, how dare you flip the bird at President Biden? Son says... I was flipping the bird at the achy shuffle. President Poopy Pants is more like it. Treasure chest life. Holla! Haunting hacks for hunger. Thank you very much. The Tiger King is the redneck Trump. I like the Tiger King until his boy toy blew his brains out because living up dirt bikes, free weed, and around-the-clock ass munching on demand wasn't enough to keep him from blowing on. It's not as if the Tiger King's blow toy on a contract with Universal like Rock Hudson either. Jon Snow going to a fancy rehab center in Connecticut, the new New York, for 75 grand a week ruins everything. Jon Snow was supposed to be the alpha dog, Orlando Bloom, minus his pansexual elf leanings. But now you get the distinct impression that Jon Snow would startle 
easy from our cutting stare by Gordon Ramsay and Master Chef Celebrity Edition. These Dothraki Lamburgers taste like burnt villager snow. Treasure chest life. Holla. Thank you very much. Have Lincoln Logs been deemed racist yet? Chief Marketing Officer at Hasbro speaks out against changing Lincoln Logs to Obama Logs. Now, Obama Logs doesn't make any sense because he grew up under a tent in Kenya with dreams of building a super mosque over Ground Zero. That boogie boarding Kenyan can't tell me nothing. Kanye, 2024, bitches. Treasure chest life. Holla. Kanye, I think I finally earned that ball tickle. Thank you very much. Daddy, who's Wu-Tang? I say hip-hop's answer to the Jackson 5, except all five have Michael Jackson talent. We're more into slicing hymens with their Wu-Tang swords than fucking over one age of innocence after another. Like a smooth criminal. Holla! Haunting hacks. It's the king of popping cherries. We're alive today. How would he defend himself? Would he say, All the Beatles royalty points in the world can't buy me love? And this is Marlon Brando in character as the shrink that he played in Don Juan DeMarco talking to his next door neighbor in the Hollywood Hills, Michael Jackson. Michael, just because it happened at the Neverland Ranch doesn't mean it never happened. Michael. Haunting hacks. Holla! The sample beat Maestro, otherwise known as the RZA. And Spectre Duck from the Wu-Tang Clan. Not to be confused with the maiden Wuhan virus. Teamed up with Good Humor Truck Team, not with Goodwill. What do you Facebook, a.k.a. Ziffey Zuck, to come up with a new jingle made with love. Because the old jingle was used in ministry comedy shows where performers were blackface. They got Megan Kelly's great, great, great grandmother moister than a slip and slide on the 4th of July. But don't you dare question the RZA sudden virtue signaling gesture of Goodwill. Knowing he had 0.0 problems scoring the soundtrack for Kill Bill 1 and 2. Despite Tarantino's liberal dropping of the N-bomb like Nixon on Hunter S. Thompson's A-grade blow during the Whiskey Blue Nixon tape sessions. Because the RZA's sterling. Social justice, writing, cred, ain't nothing to fuck worth. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang! Wu-Tang! Treasure chest life. Holla! New York represent. Thank you! Very much! Grandma asks how tall my kids are before getting us tickets for right Playland. I say, Archo's already five feet tall at eight. Matilda's new nickname at 11 is Supermodel Long Legs. They go on for... Miles and Miles, who lives? Holla! But not the who that's like post-feminism, Pete Townsend who, who is caught clicking on soapy bottoms at nothing to see here at moveon.org. Holla! Haunting hacks. But back to my daughter, supermodel long legs that go on for Miles and Miles toward the force, a.k.a. Ulala Supreme. It's beginning to sound way too much like freaking Louis C.K.'s um, shelved movie by Amazon. Holla! Who already has hips that hit the ceiling already. And Baby Samuel at 5, a.k.a. Chosen Curls, is bound to, woo! Still won't be able to go on the adult roller coaster rides at a mere 46 inches. But let's stop talking about it, Mom, because I don't want to resent my mother-in-law anymore for her dubby troll side tainting my DNA already. Haunting hacks. In two years, Samuel should be as tall as Zelensky, though. Although I'm expecting him to fill out that camouflage print shirt better on top, knowing how he could throw a kettlebell at my ankle 
with the flickering ease of a pistachio shell and a pass out Sam Kinison back in the day at Mel's Diner on Sunset on a slow Tuesday. Mom says, Samuel threw a stick at me the other day. And I say, at least it wasn't a shoe. So you're better than W in his eyes, Ma. Even baby Samuel knows. You'd never admit to being friends with W like Ellen because the queen of daytime talk shows is pro-Bush. All the way! Haunting hacks for hunger. Holla! Treasure chest life. Thank you! Very much. Heard this? Alexa? I tell the pirate jokes, Alexa. What letters do pirates favor? Z's after passing out from drinking too many Captain and Cokes again. Little kid and my son's pre-K said, that's too funny. I said, thanks for my next comedy record title, kid, although I prefer Big City Baby. Can I get a holla for comedy record 116, Big City Baby? Holla! Thank you! Very much! Next up, next level, sketchy, holla! Big City Baby. Why do I feel scuzzy for watching the Malice in the Palace doc on Netflix? Outside of realizing that I started chasing laughs 18 years ago on the open mic floor of the Rainbow Room on the Sunset Strip, no less, and having nothing to show for it. Outside of my bomb, Fasanabili leather jacket after getting my TV writing break with VH1 Classic seven years ago on America's Hard 100. And unfortunately, I'm still so broke, my Hebrew name is under judicial review. I feel like I debase myself by chucking my moral stance on insisting I tell all modern NBA to go woke itself long time, all the time, by listening to my brother's recommendation to watch it. When he says, yo, bro, the NBA isn't political anymore. They don't take the knee anymore. I promise. I say, they painted Thug Lives Matter Most on NBA hardwood courts throughout the nation for two years straight. Asshole. <laughs> After LeBron, king of the persecution complex, a.k.a. Drama Queen Diaries, yelled at his teammates for standing up for the national anthem since the league exists as a safe space for his rapidly punctured ego. I know, guaranteed money in the NBA, despite 20 personal days off a year becoming the new normal these days, despite never having to develop a reliable hook shot with your left, is so oppressive. <laughs> the fight only happened because a fan chucked a cup of beer on Ryan Artest. He was chilling. In the scorer's table, in a reclining position, Ron Artest looked like he could use a frosty beverage after his scuffle with Ben Wallace that was a result of his semi-rough foul with two minutes left in a game and a 12-point lead in their favor. 
fucking Steven Jackson, the voice of reason, if there ever existed one, Mr. Ride or Die, I was defending my brother Ron from what? A noogie headlock in the stands from an out-of-work mechanic who worked as an extra and gung-ho, Michael Keaton lives. <laughs> Instead of throwing on his thinking cap while educating himself on Hitler after his boy Farrakhan sprayed Ellie Wiesel's Twitter feed with termite emojis from dawn till night. Never forget. <laughs> so Reggie Miller didn't win a championship. Boo-hoo. Neither did Patrick Ewing and the only other semi-reliable scoring options on that team was a highly streaky, unproven John Starks, who wasn't a high school phenom drafted to play in the pros like the faultless Jermaine O'Neal was. Reggie says, if Jermaine didn't slip, he would have killed that guy. He sucker slide punched. Because Jermaine O'Neal was on the right side of justice. That dude who just came off the floor before being sucker slide punched, didn't throw any first punches at Jermaine O'Neal. And stop acting like being sprayed with foamy beer is worse than being pelted by batteries by the bleacher creatures in the old Yankee Stadium before the house that gentrification built was built. Well, if Bob Casas called us thugs, they're really out to get my money. What did Jermaine O'Neal want Bob Casas to say instead. Bob Cousy wouldn't let his daughter date Steven Jackson if his six rings depended on it. Ron Artest let his anxiety about beer pong spillage turn him into a raving wronged lunatic like the rap video Ho that gets sprayed down with old E in the video Gin and Juice. Ron Artest attacking fans in attendance is a punk-ass Next level, sketchy move. Like Nas and his boys stomping on little Nas at the Source Awards after party for failing to give him lip service after exploiting his canonized rap name for all it was worth because these rhymes are tougher than dice. Ha! Old school Nas lives. Five mics in the Source. Thank you! Very much! Which reminds me, anywhere on SoundCloud, try Snoop Dogg's new wine. According to Wine Advocate, it tastes like mouthwash used in porn hood hell. Big city baby. So David Stern suspended Ron Artest for the season. It forced Ron Artest to dig deep, change his name, and win a championship with the Lakers. Good. Queensbridge represent. And how dare the original gangster, David Stern, who made the NBA what it is today, suspend Steven Jackson and Jermaine O'Neal for 25 games without pay. But hockey players fight all the time, according to Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, amongst themselves. Plus, they don't manage to slip while punching, and they're on fucking ice player. And a sucker punch is a low-class, next-level type of sketchy behavior which you're guilty of, Jermaine. You could spin all you want, but next level, sketchy behavior becomes thuggish when you throw the first punch at a fan who comes up to your knee when he's not looking, when you could have killed him if he didn't slip on Ben Wallace's headband sweat 
in the process. If that isn't excessively violent, uncalled for behavior, then I'm just another sheltered suburban white boy who only supports Janice kicking the shit out of any soccer mom who encourages her Stepford wife seed to chip up Bobby's daughter in the presence of Janice Soprano. Janice lives. Ha! Thank you very much! And what documentary is only an hour? It's my fault for giving the doc a serious contemplative look, as if the unseen camera angle footage was going to reveal who the third gunman was who killed Kennedy. I only wish David Stern was the district attorney of any Democrat-run hellhole these days, such as Philly, New York, L.A., Seattle, Portland, San Fran, Chicago, that's closing freaking Starbucks and 7-Elevens left and right because they can't protect their employees from more thuggish attacks because looting slurpy money is poetic justice. Tupac lives. Come with me. Hey, Amira, hurry up and buy that line of bullshit. Belushi lives. Ha! Honky ass motherfuckers. Forget the violent crime committed against Asians on subways on Fulton Street in Manhattan because Jeremy Lin hogged the bike lane all to himself, which pissed off J.R. Smith royally back in the day, too. But not as much as the time where the PR manager for the Cleveland Cavaliers instructed uh, J.R. Smith to no longer conduct his post-game interviews topless on his hoverboard because he insisted that J.R. was high enough already. Big city, baby. And I don't care about the tattoos or shitty rap music in proliferation today. I just care about normalizing and accepting thuggish behavior, which is uncalled for, encourage, enable violence by so-called activists that the media today give a pass to, especially after the past summer of love, $2 billion with the damage later, countless lives lost over bullshit narratives such as hands up, don't shoot, and thug lives matter most. Can I get an amen? Kid Rock Country, amen. Ha! Thank you very much! And when I mean Kid Rock Country, I mean fake news, racist, bullshit. Ha! These idols were freaking black guys, excluding Bob Seeger. Thank you very much! Without consequence, laws and rules, thuggish behavior is not only encouraged and accepted, but proliferated to the point of complete anarchy. I want to be anarchy. Johnny Rodden lives. Ah, big city, baby. Thank you. Very much. Again, without consequence, laws and rules, thuggish behavior is not only encouraged and accepted, but proliferated to the point of complete anarchy, which is why gun violence, especially among inner city youth and innocent bystanders, is more out of control than Jill Biden's hair on any given day. Shit, I look 24-7 disheveled, frazzled, if I was on 24-7 wet nurse pill detail for President Poopy Pants, Big City Baby, ha! versus the second-rate 
low-class townie hoe that our alleged first lady is. Ha! Big city baby. Thank you very much. But LeBron, king of the persecution complex, callback special number one, you're welcome, says Boston is the most racist city I know. Doesn't Boston have those affirmative action programs in place? Considering the high concentration of colleges there, like Harvard and John Hopkins and BU, which even Weird Week Woke Howard was smart enough to get into. Ha! Big city, baby. Thank you very much! Doesn't Boston have a host of successful charter schools in place? And if you're anti-charter school, then you are a true racist piece of shit because that offers people the opportunity for advancement. So either you don't think that they're owed that right, or you just want to keep the black man down. Either way, you suck and I don't want you in my life. And, you know, you could be for charter schools, but you could be against open borders because if you're open borders, you're pro-sex trafficking. And I like to think I'm a little bit better than that because at the very least, when I go to get a happy ending, I only request happy enders knowing they weren't yanked off the boat yesterday. Big city, baby. Ha! Boy, do I want to rattle your insides, you old bitch. Thank you very much. And for the record, one kid only means your diaphragm is for walls after all. Ha! And did you know that in New York City today that you could be fined $250,000 for using dehumanizing language on illegal alien? Such as, no speak English. Who's translating these insults for one exactly? Now in New York City, you can get a New York State license to vote and a hate speech translator courtesy of the state to bankrupt Apu at a bodega in Flushing. Big city, baby. Ha! Thank you! Very much. Hasn't Boston completely decriminalized weed, man? But Boston is supposed to be this incredibly racist place. Last time I checked, Texas doesn't have legalized. Florida doesn't have legalized. And how about Vermont? Okay, Vermont should change their name from the Green State to CBD oil only. Bernie Sanders. Couldn't even make Vermont great for potheads on vacation. Edibles rule. Ha! Not on them now, in case you're wondering. Thank you! Very much! Boston is the most racist city. Doesn't Boston have Provincetown nearby, which has been a money-in-the-bank gay haven for all colors, sizes, and shapes of dick since the dawn of time? Throughout the protracted annals of history. Ha! Big city baby. The same Provincetown. Who never dared charge James Bowen for the crime of boring everybody to sleep. Despite all the poppers in the universe jammed up your anus hole to keep you off from more punch free. 
pontificating pros otherwise. Wes Anderson, fucking deal with it. Big city, baby. Holla! Go back to your fucking dream fantasy prep school landing. Out to the Dallas, Texas. Holla! Big city, baby. Thank you! Very much! Isn't Big Poppy being a Dominican Republic legend revered in Boston, which makes him black enough to brush up against Joe Biden's leg hair back in the day and Mr. Groper's eyes? Manny Ramirez. Pedro Martinez. All love playing in the most racist city in America, LeBron. <laughs> Shit. Even Johnny Damon looks borderline Asian. Robert Parrish was blacker than D. Brown's 45-inch vertical jump. If a black dude played for the Boston Bruins and broke Cam Neely's single-season hat-trick record, I'm sure the locals wouldn't be running him out of town with pitchforks in hand. With John Kerry's Vineyard Vines briefs on their hat for good measure. <laughs> Nick DiPaolo, stand-up. Comedy legend is always referencing his black comedian friends. Total racist move, I know. For making fun of Seinfeld, Yentebrest Seinfeld, for being clueless about Cosby being a druggie planting rapist for four decades straight. Where were your powers of observation then, Jerry? Next level sketchy. Ha! For dumping on the joke doctor and doing it good. Ha! Neil Diamond, Jewish Elvis, lives. Thank you! Very much. Gateway to greatness. When will my daughter outgrow her Barbies? Never. If Barbie's dream house remains her safe space for cursing. You can't turn on Ken with varicose veins unless they run down his shaft. Bitch. Fuck off, Ken. Don't you have asshole bleach maintenance work to fill out the remainder of your ho-hum to-do list with? He-Man is a pussy. Joan of Arc would have skull-fucked him into Castle Grayskull with Gina Carano's dick. We all know interfaith Barbie, Blue Mel Gibson, to claim she sucked the hate speech out of him on Instagram first. Mermaid Barbie. Is such a title twat like Kid Rock would have ever buy her a yacht called Harpooning the Most. Nice hair bun, Barista Ken. It looks indigo girls skinny dipping gross. Jarlito wants his mojo back hipster hack bitch. Not. Anthrax lives. Ha! Not! Thank you! Very much! Is gender-neutral Ken into Barbies, G.I. Joes, or asexual Hello Kitties staring blankly at octopus-fisting porn stars? Bourdain lives, big city baby. Surgeon Barbie bypass heart surgery because the patient wasn't vaccinated. And I thought Hillary was an unhuggable cunt, big city baby. Next up, Sultan of SWAT talk. Ha! Babe Ruth lives. Thank you very much. This is Babe Ruth ordering from Zabar's. I can order a dog at the stadium. Sustained on the hot dog sales I generate alone. Putt's breath. 
Calling out home run blast is my tradition. Schmendel. Shtick. Prick. So don't sell me any Kipper Salmon or Yucky Herrings, which are too overtly Jewy for the babe's taste. Babe knows what he wants. And today I want farm fresh cheeses wheeled to my doorstep on Central Park West. Capiche? I'm not schlepping my regal blue Lincoln Continental to the Amish country in Lancaster on my day off to buy farm fresh cheeses that you could deliver to my doorstep by the time my flapper girl Daisy does dishes, dislodges my lost martini olive underneath my mound of ball round, but having to be hauled off to insane asylum in the process for the privilege Fitzgerald Spritz. Besides, I'm not even recognized in Amish country by any of the milkmaids on the prairie non-farm because they never own TVs or never blocked off four hours a night to hear about my legendary home run blast on the radio that made Ty Cobb feel like an ineffectual Jewish putz, tailor, peddler, and fiddler in the Yiddish theater off-Broadway. Okay? It's not as if the Amish women dress up for their milkmen anyway. So to them, I'm nothing more than a no-name, brutishly handsome beast from the East with a credit line at Zay Bars that would make that shishi bitch queen D.H. Lawrence blush. What? I let my geishas flown in from Japan who are fluent in five different languages read me erotic romance fiction on my downtime while they walk out the knots on my back from spending so much time heaving the dugout after running all the bases twice, sometimes four times with a back-to-back doubleheader. More hot dogs don't inspire me to break more of my own home run records. Matzo balls. It's wheel of farm fresh cheese like smoked gouda and rind rich goat cheese. Wheeled down from the cheese caves of the Von Trapp family in Vermont. Wheeled down to my fucking doorstep by glamorized pushcar peddlers like yourself, which do. So cut out the Jewish small talk peppered with Yiddish expressions like chop liver or I'll call my reporter friend at the New York Post and tell him to run an article about how Ty Cobb wants to buy out Zabar's and replace it with a children's hospital with his name on it called Children's Hospital for Ty. And your owner, Jacob, will have to answer why selling overpriced Smoke Nova is more important than a new children's cancer hospital that isn't monopolized by bookish, brainy Jewish doctors whose only vice is playing gin rummy for free tickets for shul during the high holiday seasons. God forbid. And despite... What they print about Ty Cobb, he's one of the first major leaguers who pushed for integrating the big leagues just so he could run their blacker is faster theory into home play at the Polo Grounds in a New York minute after stealing home after running out three bunts in the same game, hit to third. Race is in the driving force behind Ty being a temperamental, trigger-happy prick. I am because of me, Ty Cobb questions his legendary status when hitting nine homers, got you the triple crown which is a bigger joke than Faulkner claiming he could drink Hemingway under the table on an empty stomach on Yom Kippur. I could have hit 600 if I settled for stopping singles down the third base line like a limp-wristed blacksmith by letting my hair down around well-hung horses like, man, oh my, that's the size of a dinosaur dick in my mix. But hey, once a Georgian fruit, always a Georgian fruit. Sultan of Swat. Sultan of SWAT, Smack Talk lives. Big city babies. Ha! Thank you very much. Little Hitler, noser. 
Florida and anti-Semitism are so hot right now. Why else would my wife's friend, husband, feel comfortable enough to ask me if I ever read Mein Kampf over our arranged lunch date this past Saturday on my people's ordained day of rest, no less. In case you're wondering, you could still buy Mein Kampf on Amazon despite it being 720 pages of hate speech in a row and not being able to buy the Hebrew Hammer during Hanukkah on Amazon, uh, not being an actual truism and not just a fabricated uh, fact for yuck yuck sakes. Ha! And uh, Jeff Bezos uh, left his wife of 25 years, who was with him while building his huge uh, empire, and he wanted to sue like the National Enquirer because they published some pictures revealing his dick pics. And I never saw him, but according to online journalists, he does pack a sizable package. But at the same time, his new main squeeze, Laura Sanchez, used to be married to Hall of Fame tight end receiver, uh, Tony Gonzalez. He was like 6'8 and yoked. So, happy denting, Ajax man, big city baby. Ah! Have I read Mein Kampf? No, I don't identify with the psychotherapist in Dexter who tries to understand psychotic pricks better after my brother tried to kill my surging ego senior year in high school when he described my ambition to write a screenplay called Sloppy Second Son as too ambitious after a mom instructed him to do so. <laughs> but you read Mein Kampf because you were curious? Were you curious about why Germany hasn't produced more spitball pitchers than the Dominican Republic? Pedro lives. Or were you curious about why Jackie Joyner-Kersey wasn't hired as the on-screen consultant trainer on Run, Lola, Run. You were curious. Curious about what? Whether Hitler birthed the idea of killing up gays with AIDS whenever his old school herpes sores flared up his desire to annihilate. So after you downloaded Mein Kampf to your Kindle, did you invite Prince Harry over for a pajama reading party before he came out as scruffy, woke Archie? And enough with anyone who buys the bullshit line that scruffy Archie tried to kill himself. He hasn't shaved in years. Why did you buy Mein Kampf again? Were you curious about why Jordan Peterson is considered an authority on personality when he doesn't have one to begin with? Did Henry Ford's international Jew demand a killer sequel in your eyes? But seriously, what can you learn from Mein Kampf that you didn't know already? Hitler viewed Jews as a threat to German identity, as if the milkman and the fiddler was itching to diversify his income by taking up gnome-making, knowing gnomes look like Santa's cut-off trust fund babies, living off resin hits, mints, and social security. Hitler viewed Jews as a threat to nationalism, but didn't Hitler launch the Nationalist Socialist Party to avoid paying war reparations in his effort to make penny-pinching great again? Krautbrath lover? Little Hitler noser? <laughs> Plus, it's hard to respect Hitler's power of originality as an artist because the swastika is a culturally appropriated photoshopped Hindu symbol. It looks like two stick figures doing a 69 on a seesaw <laughs> on a shitload of crystal meth. Germany is the source of all important technology, despite IBM Wasp being responsible for developing technology that made it easier for SS officers to identify European Jewry shipped off to slaughter. Or, as Watson Computer would say, no shit, Sherlock, big city baby. Germany is the source of all important art because Nazis 
tweaked on crystal meth were known for their expressionistic range, which ranged from deadly serious to flickering rage if the speed started to wear off after finally running out. Inferior races, including Slavic peoples like those damn Polish Jews, were so dumb they tried to sell rags to a German seamstress during her time of the month. Hitler's father sent him to vocational school because he thought Hitler showed less promise for drawing nudes than Stevie Wonder's Sing Eye Dog, used for closer beer goggle inspection during Oktoberfest. Stevie Wonder's Sing Eye Dog offers a second opinion. I know you can feel her face, Stevie, but I can smell her snatch. Woof, woof! Hitler had a talent for drawing on ancient old blood libel, like the Jews being responsible for controlling all the major banks in Germany and in the North Pole, too. Hitler had no problem connecting dots and drawing connections between the Jews heckling the Romans into crucifying Jesus Christ to death because they were six degrees separated from the ancestry of Don Rickles. Hitler wasn't fond of the commie Jews responsible for promoting equality among all races, despite Jesse Owens running Hitler's master race theory into the ground during the 1936 Berlin Olympics. Hitler resented any school of political thought, didn't recognize Germans innate superiority at creating golden shower symphonies of sound on your SS-issued shower cap. Has anyone written a Cliff Notes version of Mein Kampf yet? Chosen perfectionist, my ass, eat my Bavarian butt mustard, you schmaltzy bitches. According to Hitler, the Jewish problem was expecting immediate recognized service at all German restaurants, especially at the shabbier Jewish delis who offered less sex appeal than Ethel the waitress's armpit stains after working back-to-back double shifts during the week of Sukkot. But the Germans were prideful people. Why? They killed off all future Albert Einsteins that could have been talked into making an atom bomb for themselves to win the war with. SS officer threatens potato skins or a schnitzel the size of Bridget Nielsen's flat and tits after Paulie passes out on her from drinking too much Stoli in her trailer while getting into character again. It's weird to hear somebody admit that they read Mein Kampf, especially when you know they're more into audiobooks in the first place. You say, oh, so you read Mein Kampf to understand why Hitler hated Jews so much? Wouldn't cliff notes of Mein Kampf by an anonymous contributor on 4chan have been sufficient? But when I offered you a copy of my book, The Great American Jew Novel, you said, I only listen to audiobooks recommended by the Joe Rogan podcast, like Bernie Sanders' manifesto, Karl Marx is overrated. Was Mein Kampf an audible, barely audible, like Natasha Leone cranked up on crystal meth to keep up with her motormouth mind on Russian doll? They say Hitler would ejaculate into his own pants from the sound of his own voice. So did Heidi Klum narrating his book on Audible fail to give you the same amount of sustained stiffage on your behalf? Was Heidi Klum not a believable narrator, knowing her clipped, riesling, dry, cold as Eichmann monotone was never spit enough heavy for your preferred spaz attack taste? You wanted to learn about why Hitler wanted to create a racially pure German state despite uncircumcised German men looking like albino white walker anators between their legs. <laughs> now, you better understand the need for Nazis to create more living space between Now, you better understand the need for Nazis to create more living space because German beer halls weren't spacious enough. You feel bad about the Weimar Republic giving away the farm after they lost World War I, which they started, despite possessing 0.0 negotiating 
leverage, despite losers in war games relinquishing the power to dictate jot shit little Hitler noser, which reminds me of a routine I used to do with my daughter when she could only string two words together at the time. I'd say, Matilda, what did Tyson Chandler give the Knicks when he used to play for us? And my daughter says, Bupkis, Daddy, Bupkis. Can I get a holla for some chosen perfectionist? Holla! Big city baby. Little Hitler noser. Taking on the nose good. Thank you! Very much! Why did the audio have to cut out when Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry were caught comforting Will Smith? Did Denzel say, you try that shit with Spike at the Vanity Fair Oscars bash and I'll jam your black privilege up your ass, son. You dig? Just keep the black Medusa away from me. She'd scare P. Diddy stiff with cucumbers on his eyes during a post-Beverly Hills hotel facial like Mila Kunis would with no makeup on. How did Tyler Perry comfort Will Smith without having enough time for a Medea costume change backstage to promote his latest and greatest film, Bitch Slap Happy White, starring Jawan Howard? Or is it The Uppity Cunt starring... Jeffrey Wright, Big City Baby. Ha! And then Bradley Cooper trying to comfort Will Smith after Denzel and Tyler Perry failed isn't too hilarious. Will, if I could act like I achieved sustained stiffage from sucking face with Lady Gaga, you could pretend you're not a black supremacist entertainer like the rest during the Oscars when you knew ahead of time you were going to win no matter what. Like the great Johnny Mac would say, you cannot be serious. Minnesota congressional rep, babyface Omar, gonna work it out. Can knock out Chris Rock with a hijab headbutt to his solar plexus, for Christ's sake. Assuming the Will Smith slap was a stage one, it wasn't a very convincing one. Jerry the King Lawler slapping Andy Kaufman over his chair on The Late Show with David Letterman it wasn't. Apparently, all the brains in Hollywood died with Andy. Andy Coppin lives because he staged his death in the first place. You gullible pieces of shit. Big city baby. Ha! If the slap wasn't staged, then why did Chris Rock look less phased than when Adam Sandler showed up to his wedding in his finest pair of jam shorts? The worst part about Will Smith cashing in on his black entertainer privilege, well, doing his best to distance and downplay his ties to the hip-hop gay mafia, is having to read in the New York Post about weird, weak, woke. Howard Stern accused others of mental health issues compared to fake news deep permhead, who treats catching COVID as a death sentence worse than back an entry into the Dallas Buyers Club. The same weird, weak, woke Howard, who never dared criticize Thug Lives Matter most protests, $2 billion with the damage later, or say anything remotely critical about the Russian collusion tales with less legs than Lieutenant Dan out of fear of being disinvited from any more two-bite chicken parm dinners at Jimmy Kimmel's house. 
Big City Baby. But hey, it's all good. Baby, baby. According to P. Diddy. After Chris Rock and Will Smith reconciled at the Vanity Fair Oscars bash because it's all love. Like Will Farrell ending his $100 million friendship with director, producer, writer, star, Artur Adam McKay because he casted John C. Riley over him at Dr. Boss in Winning Time. Brilliant decision on Adam McKay's behalf. Plus, he directed the big short, so Will Farrell can go woke himself too. Out of character during interviews, Will Farrell exudes the personality of a blah breath Amy Schumer. Will Farrell is somebody who deserves a bitch slap over forsaking his friendship with Adam McKay for part HBO, not the great Chris Rock, who Netflix can no longer afford to pay with just one rib. Regardless of Chris Rock losing anti establishment cred, after he shilled for Governor Cuomo as a clot shot pusher shamer like the rest, but nobody's perfect. Or why else would any, any woman willingly bang Andrew? No, I won't jump off my own bridge, Cuomo. He looks like the thing, and Mama Fratelli from the Goonies had a baby. Now, that's an Oscar punchline worthy of the great Chris Rock because Amy Schumer ain't no moral compass of civility either. She thinks the group who voted for Hillary Hammer Time Chemicals are the smart ones despite whom a liquor breath failing to sell 64 million branded racists and growing on why baby boomer mom knows best. But Amy Schumer still thinks Hillary lost to Trumpy Poo because of Russian collusion. That's funny. I thought Hillary lost because she's an unhuggable cunt. My bad. But it takes one to know one. Right, Amy? I guess Hillary deleted that memo, too. Holla! Tony Clifton, shit's on. This one's for you, Andy. Big city baby. Holla! Thank you very much.